greetings and salutations and, you know, hi. And welcome to another fun-filled installment of, you guessed it, the One Sharp Podcast, where I talk about all this nerdy, kooky, crazy stuff, gather up all that knowledge and throw it right to you. Now, this one is an all-time first for my podcast because I've never, I never, at least in my mind, would think I would go to this point, but I feel like, you know, it wouldn't seem fair and also... It's actually intriguing because a, a good friend of mine went off and um, suggested that I watch this movie and check it out. And uh, also hinted it should be my next episode, which was actually a really good idea. This movie was, um, it really caught my attention and it really kept me uh, into the entire story. And it feels like um, another DC animated movie uh, uh I, I would give it like a thumbs up. It's it's really cool. It's really good. Uh, this DC movie that I am reviewing today is Batman Ninja. Now, Batman Ninja to me, you know, seems like it was a whole other, uh, I a different idea or a different aspect that they wanted to do with this. And I saw it as I watched this movie where uh, the uh, drawings, the animation and everything was course different because they wanted to do the whole cg um but also swap between other forms of animation which was really really cool now the movie itself and the storyline was all right too and the character design for this particular movie from going from one point to another was actually awesome um so without further ado i will begin the review now the review or the movie i'm sorry the movie starts off where you just hear um the vocals of batman stopping gorilla grod now gorilla grod has made a time machine um for of course you know jumping back in time making subtle changes uh becoming a ruler of the world you know typical bad guy stuff and as you as it draws to like that that final conclusion where this fight was being taking place at Arkham Asylum, he then pushes the button and they get thrown back in the time. Now, keep in mind this was this fight was at Arkham Asylum, and when the the minute they made that jump into time, uh, Batman found himself in the middle of feudal Japan, and that's where they this is where it all uh, begins. Batman is kind of perplexed and puzzled as into where he is, seeing that you know being the master detective that he is, he deduced that very quickly. Now, the minute he shows up, he is quickly bombarded by uh, sh uh, soldiers. These soldiers are wearing the uh, Joker mask, which was actually done pretty good. Um, the lights and darks with the animation, particularly with this movie, was done fairly fairly well, as well as throwing a uh, hint of uh, Japanese-style art into it. Um, there's certain parts within the movie where... It goes from the CG, and then it goes to something you see on a scroll. And um, the animation's done fairly well with that, as as well as uh, the character design. Because in order for Batman to do what he needs to do to you know save the day and go back to his time, he has to adapt, and that's what he does. Because uh, there was a line within the movie where he states that, I have nothing, I, I can't work with what I have. So I have to adapt and become this new Batman, this new 
uh, legacy within this this world. But uh, I don't want to jump too far off into it with that. Now, as he's, you know, fighting off these soldiers and he's trying to figure, you know, certain things out. He also he finds out that, of course, Catwoman is there. And, um, of course, she always does her double cross um, as well as, uh, let's see, Deadshot, um, Poison Ivy, Penguin and Two-Face are also there on top of having the Joker and Gorilla Grodd. Now, there is a, a couple scenes where, you know, you see Batman fighting the Joker and Joker's holding his own. He's actually uh, giving the Batman, you know, a run for his money. But um, it also draws into how devious he is. Um, now, going back to how the animation shifts, it goes to this scene where Red Hood, uh, of course, he's dressed as a priest with two guns because that's what Red Hood does. Uh, and he's he finds the Joker and Harley Quinn. Now, they purposely hypnotize themselves and they supposedly lost their memories. Um, they're actually out in like a rice field and they're trying to grow a particular plant. We don't know what the plant is. So after Red Hood is giving him, you know, the run through of what are you doing? How are you doing it? Batman intervenes and says, you know, Joker and Harley Quinn have lost their memories. They have now found peace. So now, you know, we don't have to worry about them anymore until you you find out the fruit in particular is kind of a uh it was the trigger it was the trigger that broke the hypnosis and joker and harley quinn became who they once were before uh now with the line of actors and actresses that voiced these characters i have to um well i'll read the japanese uh cast first and then I'll, of course i'll go down with uh uh, the actual American voice actors, which I didn't get a chance to listen to the, the Japanese voice actors do their part with this. But in all, I feel like they did a really good job. That's just, you know, my light assumption on things. The, the uh, actual American version was actually, it was really good because you have some, uh, some usual people, familiar people. Um, now, Let's go on with, uh, okay, I'll have to throw this out here and say, uh, if I mispronounce a name, I'm sorry, I am trying. Uh, so the voice of Batman was Koichi y y ooh. <laughs> Yamadera, he's the voice of Batman, sorry if I butchered his last name, uh, Wataru Takashi, er, Takagi, there we go, he did the voice of the Joker, Al uh, Kakuma. Ooh, I like that last name. Uh, she, of course, is the voice of uh, Catwoman. Uh, we have Rhea Kugamiya, voice of Harley Quinn. Asuko Tanaka, poison, uh, she did Poison Ivy. Daisuke Ono did the voice of Nightwing. Hochu Osuka did uh, Alfred, which is actually... Uh, just by looking at the his his picture, yeah. I really gotta go back and listen to this in Japanese. <laughs> um Takahiro Koisuya did Gorilla Grodd, and uh Junichi Suwabe did Deathstroke. 
Now, I could go on with them, but those are like the main ones that stand out. Now, for the American uh, voice actors. Uh, for Catwoman, we have Gray Griffin. Um, the Joker, Tony Hale, which if you remember uh, Arrested Development, he kind of played... He No, he, he played the the somewhat troubled brother that lost his arm or lost his hand. Um, he's actually really talented. Um, now poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are voiced by you guessed it. Uh, Tara strong, very talented voice actress. Uh, I'm very familiar with her work. I've basically grown up listening to her do many voices for many characters. She's really cool and really awesome. Uh, Penguin, Tom Kenny. Uh, Nightwing is Adam Crosdell. Deathstroke was voiced, um, or Deathstroke and Gorilla Grodd were both voiced by uh, Fred Tadascori. Sorry if I butchered the last name. Uh, Batman was Roger Craig Smith. Uh, Red Robin was Wilfried. Harley, er, Red Hood and Robin were um, both voiced by Yuri uh, Lorenthal. Now, the the characters' voices with this, of course, with both sides being pretty good, and I already know, um, I'm very familiar with Yuri Lorenthal and Tara Strong's work, so they did a, they did a fantastic job, and um, really impressed me how they went from like a dynamic high to a steady and dark low, and it really, it really kind of draws into how the, you know, they really bring out the characteristics of the character they are voicing. And, um, furthermore, it draws you more in depth into how this is, uh, how this is all done or how this is all being, uh, displayed and brought out. Now, after the Joker's reawakened, he, uh, reclaims his spot and the, you know, Batman's gearing up with, um, you know, Nightwing, Robin, the original Robin, which is really funny. The character set up for um, Feudal Japan Robin is he has a pet monkey, and uh, it it instantly just drawn me into Speed Racer, where, you know, uh, Speed's going to go and race in whatever championship thing that he's going to get into. And, of course, his little brother and his pet uh, chimpanzee always has to... Uh, uh, go going for the ride um red hood <laughs> which like i said his design was unique as well they all go and uh try and stop the joker from doing what of course he's doing which is take over the the land and henceforth the world um of course gorilla grod intervenes uh tricks the joker but then the joker turns around and uh double or comes back and reclaims what is his um now, while, while this is all going on, we have uh, Two-Face, who is uh, operating a mech, as well as, um, oh, wow. Let's see. Um, Poison Ivy. Sorry. I know the characters. I know them fairly well. It's It's been a while. Um, let's see. Uh, Poison Ivy, Penguin, Two-Face, and um, uh, Deathstroke. They all have these specialized uh, temples, and they all transform into mechs. Now, if I recall, Deathstroke's um, temple, when it transforms, it reminds me and and 
if you remember this particular anime, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, it transforms into it. It has like um, the base is the head, and it also has um, another uh, upper body that has cannons for for arms. And instantly, I thought that remind uh, that it, it draws it drew me into uh, Gundam Wing with heavy arms and G Gundam, um, the Dark Gundam. It was like a combination of the two. Has all the artillery fire and everything else you can think of um poison ivy she just has her um it transforms but it's more of a um it's manipulated through of course her plants um didn't really draw me into a, a particular like you know drawback into whatever it um it would remind me of but the joker or not the joker but uh penguin his um his temple or his you know particular castle um the transformation of that reminded me of um and let me see if i can remember the name of this anime because i've seen it um soul leader there we go uh second season where the um madam princess spider her uh fortress was just a huge spider that transformed and that's what reminds uh what penguins um castle reminded me of um, and of course they're all fighting and then Gorilla Grodd then takes control of all of them because as we all know, if you have four or five mechs fighting, they connect somehow in some way. And, um, when Gorilla Grodd got all of them under control and everything, yeah, big, huge thing. But that's also when Joker took over after the transformation. So now they have this huge mech to deal with as well as you know five of the villains that dc has a uh sudden fear for so they go at it they're duking it out um gorilla grod and uh catwoman they get tossed out of the main castle and then gorilla grod basically <laughs> gives robin a flute to summon his army of uh i would say baboons baboons uh, or monkey syndrome, but yeah, they they reminded me of baboons. Uh, so then you have your summoning of all these these monkeys, and they form up into this uh, huge being that had this unwielding power. But then when the flamethrower came out, they were all getting roasted. So then all these bats came along, few came around the uh, the formation of monkeys, and then made, which I would believe, and you can correct me on this the first costume design of batman where of course he had the the symbol the utility belt he had it all now once once that happens then they go at it again round two where they find a way to get into the um the castle mech robot thing and uh each individual individual hero goes after a, part a particular villain. Uh, of course, you know, Catwoman had to repay a debt to Harley Quinn because, you know, did her wrong. Um, Red Hood went after Deathstroke. Uh, Poison Ivy had to deal with Red Hood. Nightwing dealt with the Penguin. And, of course, Batman went after the Joker. And uh, the, the main thing of uh, everything, you know, is to subdue him, get him taken care of, and uh, the final fight is on top of the uh, castle mech robot thing. And uh, <laughs> and it's uh, Joker versus Batman. 
uh, samurai sword wielding style, going at it back and forth. And uh, once again, the Joker somehow gets uh, uh, ahead of him and knocks him off to the side after fooling him. And um, uh, Batman does like this unique thing because he's wearing like Shogun-like armor. And uh, when he comes back, he's doing the hand signs and he becomes Ninja Batman. Um, loses the sword. He's all hand-to-hand. Uh, the Joker comes at him, uh, disarms him, and just basically gives him the one-two. It knocks him around just long enough to take him down. Now, once all that's all said and done, um, Batman has control over the device that brought them back to time, or back to that feudal era, and he gets he then thusly returns everyone back, uh, sends all the villains back to uh, uh, jail or prison. And uh, that's pretty much the movie. Um, although there's a funny little scene where Alfred um, gives Batman a change of clothes. And I guess he's supposed to be at a little soiree. And um, it's the it's it's drawn by two horses. And it's basically the Batmobile. Just feudal era style. And it was really awesome. Because then you just see him going down the street. There's a uh, car tag with Joker paraphernalia and whatnot, and, uh, just kind of knocks it off to the side, while he's sitting in there, calmly drinking his tea, and, um, of course, Catwoman is over at a pawn shop, pawning off, uh, Ming Dynasty Vase, which she got pretty, a pretty penny for, and rides off on her motorcycle, and that's pretty much the gist of the movie, now, this, like I said, this movie, right, to me, was really unique, uh, most animated movies I've seen from DC are actually done pretty well, um, you know, I if if I were a person to offer, you know, suggest this movie, I I gladly would. Um, now, IMDb gave it a five point eight out of ten, um, but I give it, and this is new, so bear with me. I give it the Nick's patented Batarang that is super awesome. I give it five Batarang. No, I give it six Batarangs out of ten because. It has promise. I feel like they could have uh, dove deeper with this. But, you know, it's this or that. And with all that being said and everything else, um, that is my review of Batman Ninja. So if you're down to watch a, a decent DC movie, give this one a try. Um, of course, there's other ones out there. You know, Teen Titans, The Judas Contract, which I might go ahead and watch that one and do a review but i have other things lined up next couple shows um so without holding everyone up um this is the one chart podcast this is nick giving you all the information that you need um and yeah all right everyone take it easy